waste in the tank is a way for the everyday consumer to compete with technology. My name is Maurice Batchelor, and I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. And my name is Joel Griffith, and I'm from Trenton, New Jersey. And together, we founded Botit, a website and mobile app that uses artificial intelligence to complete online tasks. We're seeking $150,000 investment for a 10% stake in our company. All right, now stop what you're doing and give some super claps for Super Joel and Super Maurice. Woo! Welcome, guys. How are you doing today? <laughs> Good. We're doing great. We're doing great. Thank you for having us. Um, you know, we're still riding high from being on Shark Tank, so we're just excited to uh, chat with you and uh, talk about our experience on the show, our experience of, of, of the business post the show, uh, prior to the show, and uh, kind of dig into your questions. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was just five days ago you guys were on Shark Tank. <laughs> so, like, it was literally just yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and then you guys reached out, and I ha- happened to have a uh, an opening available in my schedule, which was crazy because uh, somebody canceled. So it, it worked out to, oh. to fit you guys in so close. So thank you so much for that. Happy um, to be here. Yeah, the, happy to have both of you guys here and talk uh, talk technology. That's a, right in my wheelhouse uh, oh, on top yeah. of business. But first, we got to talk about how were you guys feeling walking down this hallway? <laughs> I, my, I, I don't know if uh, my legs wouldn't stop shaking. Maurice was cool. <laughs> Maurice was cool as a fan, but I was a little nervous to be honest. <laughs> cool as a so, fan. I don't oh, know that I've heard that term before. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so with my experience with that, it was uh, it was not so much the walking. So it was more along the lines of the standing there prior to when you do get a chance to walk out. Uh, people don't know this, but you're going to be sitting or standing there for, for about a good, what, Joe, I would say two, three minutes yeah. just waiting for them just to say go. So, and you don't really know when they're going to say go. So you're just sitting there like, I'm ready to go, ready to go. And you just got to just wait it out. So I think uh, the walking to the out there, being in front of the sharks, that was kind of the easy one, but uh, but actually being just waiting there backstage, just waiting to t- be told to walk out, that was a little bit more nerve wracking. But uh, but yeah, as Joe said, I was really comfortable throughout the entire process of going out there, so it was fun. It was fun. Did you did, what, do? You, uh, at what point did you guys get to record? Uh, were you like first or, or like last of the day? Or <laughs> uh, so um, that process is funny because um, you know throughout you're you're there throughout the entire day, and they do slot you. They say you're you're position number one, number two, three, four, etc. Uh, so we actually started off in um, you know position five. So we're going to be the fifth company to pitch, and then the sharks had to go on lunch break. So after lunch break, uh, we had to be pushed back another time. And then they had another company who had a big set. So we had to wait for them to get uh, to for them to go in front of us. So we then got pushed back another slot. So Joel and I are there all day. It's only so much that you can prep for the show, be ready and have your script done. So we had all of that uh, ready to go. So we're just sitting there just walking back and forth backstage, trying to go over as much as you can. But you don't really know what they're going to ask, so you're just trying to prepare as much as you can. So from my perspective, that was a little bit the, uh, you know, so, uh, what I remember mostly about uh, prior to the day of actually shooting. Yeah, exactly. And like Maurice said, you know, we were there pretty much, man, there was a morning group in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> the morning group had to get there 6 a.m., you know, on set, right? Um, so we're there, we're waiting. Uh, and all I can remember is that for some reason on that particular day, everyone was getting deals, right? You get a deal, you get a deal. So 
I'm like nervous because I'm like, man, they can't give everyone. Right? <laughs> it's like they're going to run out of money before they get to us. You know, they have to <laughs> notice somebody. Um, but luckily, you know, it just all worked out, and um, you know, it, 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 it was great. Well, that is uh, that definitely is a a you know aspect that uh, I you know had not thought about where everybody you know because I've heard the opposite where oh the sharks are like really testy it's it's you know it's getting towards the end of the season shooting and mm-hmm. they they all want to go on you know they all ready for the break right they're all ready for the summer break uh, and but to but to have so many people get deals uh, right up to you and th- and then that to actually play in your mind of like oh no. Are we gonna are we gonna be the ones that don't um, get a deal? That yeah, I could. I could Getting pushback definitely adds the pressure to you. Getting pushback yeah. definitely adds pressure. <laughs> so so let's dive into into the the tank and um, you know some of the concerns that came up was uh, F, uh, the efficacy of of bot usage and some of the problems that come with being a business, which is really interesting that they paired you guys up with uh, Mike uh, Michael. Um, Ruben. Okay. Ruben, Michael yes. Ruben. Michael Rubin, like, you know, somebody who has to deal with this stuff on a, on a probably pretty regular basis. So uh, did you, did, I mean, you guys probably found out what, like a week or two ahead of time that Michael Rubin would be on the panel. Did, how, how did that weigh in on you guys? Like, were you uh, cognizant of his, con- maybe his concerns of with bots? That's a, that's a good point. Um, so when thinking of when, Michael Rubin was talking about, he, he said it perfectly on the show. He talked about how most bots that are taking up and hoarding all of the different shoes and the drops and different things like that are businesses that are actually doing this. So it was perfect the way he described how he wants to have the bots in the hands of the, the customer, of the consumer, the people who actually are true fans, who actually want the drops and things like that versus businesses who are buying them all up and using the resale to actually profit off of these uh of these purchases so uh when you talk about michael rubin in that position there that's where he found uh where we saw a relation that could help there and also from the the fact that we also work with businesses to help them automate their workflows as well so we i know consumers golf tea times camping uh sneakers all these different things kind of get uh concert tickets get the press about bots but you got to realize like consumer or businesses, they need bots as well. And, our, and our, this, uh, the beauty about our platform is that we work on both sides. We help people from consumers and we help businesses be able to help uh, with their uh, automating their process as well. So when you talk about the efficacy of bots, um, bots have been around for a long time. And, and I believe on the show, Joel kind of spoke on it perfectly where uh, we want to give that perception that all bots are not bad. Um, some bots are bad. They are stealing up the tea time. They are stealing up uh, the new drops and things, but you can actually own a bot yourself and actually help you win back uh, and use good bots in a good way to be able to help you win back your reservations and different things like that uh, on you by using our platform. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I couldn't say even better, right? I mean, you know, like I mentioned on the show, uh, you know, part of the reason why we were there is because we want to change the perception of bots. So um, we're happy to hear that uh, both Michael and Mark um, feel the same, and we're looking forward to working with their team. Yeah, I mean, it's um, 
I mean, I know I talked about it in in my you know in my video uh, a bit there. You know that I actually need to deploy a bot to try to get me a hotel room for hotel. a conference. Yeah, um, I, I heard you. Not to cut you off, I heard you mention yeah, that you used a bot last year. Was that with us? No, was that, that was my friend did. And your friend and did right. Yeah, Sorry. he paid. I want to say he paid like seventy five dollars or something. I'm actually going to be hooking up with him after this because he it's game it's game night with the boys and you know yeah. so we're going to be playing some Quake two uh, and nice. and all. So, yeah, so it's like, okay. Um, but, yeah, I think he used uh, that that visual – it was like visualping.io or something. Okay. And he only got one opportunity to get one room, and he right. had deployed it for, like, three months. So, like, if he didn't have that, he, there's zero chance he would have had a room. Right. And even with that said, he only had one opportunity to get a room. So it wasn't even like he had multiple rooms to be like, oh, yeah, let me divvy out to some of my friends because, like, I – would have totally took a room uh, right. for that con- for that event. And, 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 and Joe, just to kind of, if you feel some sort of negative way about bots, please reach out to us. We'll talk to you about bots, how you feel about bots, and uh, we'll get your questions answered. I know everybody's, uh, you know, with this whole AI, uh, you know, all these these different topics that's coming up. Uh, everybody's scared of the way that bots are being ran, but. There are, like I said earlier, there are negative bots out there. But if you have some sort of, uh, you know, negative feeling towards us as a company about bot it, uh, let let us help you. Let us help answer those questions for you and be able to help be able to under so you can understand a little bit more. Because as you said, Joe, you said perfect statement. There is a zero percent chance that a lot of people are going to go out there and com- compete against the bot. And if you see in the video, you know, people are clicking refresh. People are waking up early to be able to do it. But like we give people hope. We are giving our customers hope. We're giving the world back hope when it comes to automating their tea times, automating concert uh, tickets, all these things that are so that become so hard to book and to purchase. We now have a solution for you. And that's what the whole thing is, what we're trying to do and to, to, to tell people is that Botted is here to help you be able to automate those processes and give you some hope and win back those uh, reservations and those purchases. So I had two thoughts. One is, well, first of all, I hope I didn't come across in, in my video that I was um, neg- like negative against no, bots. Because no. like I said, I'm going to deploy my own to be able to get a hotel sure, sure. Be, uh, You know, I mean, th- me personally. But, uh, but I did have a thought that, you know, my wife is always checking our Disney DVC oppor- um, opportunities for which hotels we're able to get. So she's checking like on a daily basis. It's annoying. I mean, it is annoying. And I'm like, hey, you know, like that might be I mean, I obviously that's uh, not one of the listed things. But like I I think there's a really big opportunity there oh, yeah. on yeah. your prize part uh, to 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 take my DVC login and book the room that I'm, I'm waitlisted for these rooms. Right. Right. So like, hopefully we get them. And so far we've had, you know, awful disclosure. We had a pretty good time of getting the ones we've been waitlisted for, for the most part. But like, if I didn't have to check it every day, like that would be helpful too. Convenience. Convenience is a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's another reason that we're, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. When I was just going to say that, you know, Joe, one thing that we're learning is that, as more and more people learn about Botit, they find different use cases to use our service, right? I mean, it started off as being you know, pretty much you know, for golf tee times and little things here and there. But as we grow, it's like camping and restaurants and things like that. It's just getting more and more interesting. 
pickleball is huge right now in different parts <laughs> of the country and people are, are reaching out to us about pickleball um reservations so you know the disney ones is another good example of how when people learn more about the company the use cases become more and more uh, broad yeah i mean i i mean i'm pretty confident that people are doing it even without bots like booking mm -hmm. up all the reservations that's why disney has changed their, re their dining reservation um policies and been really strict about charging that that ten dollars per person on the reservation if they yep, don't yep. use it because people are reselling these right. reservations um and you have up to like two hours before to 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 you know, turn it down. So um, they've they've really over the years they've ratcheted that down. Probably because, well, I mean, people are maybe they're using some form of a bot or or not, and just like booking up as much as they possibly can. Right, um, right. I may or may not have been um, guilty at not reselling, yeah. no, not reselling, <laughs> but like because you want to keep your options open, like you're sure. keeping it, like you just don't know where you're gonna end up. But anyway, right, and, and that's um, what they're doing with uh, most, as you said, Joe. They're doing that with just about anything, like even golf tee times or uh, anything that the holding them until the last minute until they can become uh, either resale or because they're just going to grow in value over time. So it's uh, yeah, so it's that 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 side of it that um, you know people are doing that for sure. Mm, that that is that is uh fascinating i know uh somebody who they they bought tickets to go see the phillies like mm -hmm. you yep. know uh on on monday hey. uh, but they bought it on friday <laughs> and they paid like an absorbent amount of money oh, wow. and then those ticket prices had come down like like they were like 500 dollars came a couple down hours before the game yeah yeah, they came out like 200 bucks. Mm -hmm. I, I want to say the day of, not oh, necessarily of. Okay. a couple hours. But, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's just like, man, like it's it, like, how did all those tickets get bought up? So, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're being mm -hmm. resold and, and all that. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I, you know, per, so yeah, so personally, like I could definitely see doing it. I think if you, you can make it easy enough for people to understand and people to deploy themselves. I think that and you know that's the barrier to entry. If they don't feel like, sure. well, I had to like program this thing, or you know, like you had the framework, but you still have to like do a lot of input inputting to make it happen. That's where you're gonna run into like, yeah, like I could do it. I know programming myself. Sure. But like I don't have the time to do it. <laughs> so right. it doesn't, you know, <laughs> yeah. so it's like, ah, now it becomes like now I need to set aside 40 minutes that I don't really have to like sit down and figure this out. And that's Time, you know, I always say time, energy, money. Those are the three resources we have, and <laughs> and time being the most important of the three, right. just isn't there. So, um, going going into the tank, uh, did you guys have a, a shark in mind that you were looking to to pair, pair with? Uh, just in my mind, my my and, and we, me and Joe kind of spoke on this. Uh, we had our discussion because we knew we were going on, but of course. Mark Cuban was the, the 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 one that we had our eyes set on, so we went down the line. Uh, we did know that Michael Rubin was going to be on there, so we had him. It was like we were like, uh, maybe, maybe not. He was our guest shark, but then we went down and said, all right, we know uh, Mr. Wonderful uh, Kevin's not going to be in. Like he, this is just doesn't seem like his his type of uh, deal that he will make, and also it was very tech heavy. He's not really a tech heavy investor when it comes to such stuff like what we're doing. Um, and then we talk about uh, Lori. I thought Lori, I was a 50-50 for me, uh, just depending on uh, how much tech 
she because she seems like the average person that uh, when it comes to using technology, it doesn't seem like she's in the, the dark ages with with technology or anything like that. So I thought maybe that could be a play. And then also with um, Barbara, I didn't think Barbara would be interested. Um, so that was the, the, and so Mark Cuban was the one that we were, had our eyes set on. and We were hoping that we would have, get a deal with. And as you can tell, a lot of the conversations when we were talking with the Sharks, it was just us talking to Mark Cuban about our technology and, our, and how it works and how to use it and different things like that. So that, that from my perspective, that was uh, what we were uh, kind of aiming for with, with, with the Sharks. Yeah, for, for for me, I was I was Cuban and Ruben all the way, you know? <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously Cuban for all the things that um, Maurice just mentioned, but uh, you find out who or if there's going to be a guest shark, I would say about three weeks before um, before you um, before you shoot. And when I heard that it was Michael Rubin, I was excited about it. I'm like, man, it would be great to get both these guys. I just love his background, love his story, the hustle mentality. Uh, just, you know, I'm from Trenton, Jersey. So, you know, him owning his and things like that and hearing, <laughs> hearing, um, hearing about him, um, you know, so it, I, I thought that it would be a great combination and a great marriage. I, uh, I was walking around saying Cuban and Ruben uh, three weeks before we even started the show. <laughs> just because I was like, man, it'd be great to get both these guys. And, you know, lucky enough, uh, you know, we were able to, to make the dream come true and have both those guys on our team. Now, how did you guys uh, come up with your initial value uh, offer uh, valuation offer? That, that's a great question, and I'm sure that the people you've had on this show before, no story will be the same uh, because this is <laughs> very just because of the fact. Just because of the fact that, all right. So, in preparation for evaluation, you first are just going to watch the show. You're going to try to say, like, all right, let me take a look at the show. What are what is the average? valuation people are going after and all these different things then you see the ones that are extremely low valuation and they they get good they get the deals because of the fact that they've given them such much of the company uh with very little money so that typically works and then you have the ones that are coming with some crazy valuation uh but uh you know in between that things have to work out as far as what's your business and what sector are you in with your business how much are your sales uh, what's your team look like? What's your growth over time? Like how much are you spending on advertisement to acquire a customer? All those things have to kind of come into place to be able to come up with an understanding of where your valuation is. So when we took a look at it, uh, we looked at it from a, okay, how, what are we going to do? How, how can we use these resources to get through the next, let's just say six to, to 10 months? Like we just kind of came up with some like, all right, we know that we're go- not going to try to get as much money as possible we're going to go for five million dollars uh with a with a terrible valuation and so we just didn't do, want to do anything ridiculous like that so coming up with uh where we landed at uh we were like okay we'll ask for 150 100, 100 to 150 and then we had to think about all right how much do you want to give up for that how much do you think that will be our valuation will be so after looking at it we kind of landed at that sweet spot uh, where we asked for uh, 150 for, uh, for 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 10 percent. So that's kind of where we was like, all right, we ha- we're already a launch product. Botted is in uh, the, the, the 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 iOS app store. You can go to our website, botted.com, sign up. So before we even knew we were on Shark Tank, 
we already had a product that's in the market. We already had revenue that's coming in. So we have things that are already set to give us a higher valuation. We just really needed to think about like, all right, what's the value that a shark can now add to our business in order to make us a, a, a successful company? Uh, because the goal here is not so much to you know take a check, but the goal is to say, okay, really, how can you grow your business from being on the show how can you grow your business from uh, partnering with the shark to be able to help you post the show, to be able to help you with sales, marketing, uh, and also raising money outside of the sharks? So how can all of those things kind of uh, play into how do you become a, uh, how, how, what's your valuation? So those were kind of the, the, the reasons why we landed at that, the, where we did. Now, we did have our ceiling as well. We were like, okay, we're going to give this <laughs> offer. And we're only going to go up this much. Uh, and then now we kind of once, but when you're actively live in it, you're like, okay, uh, once you get that <laughs> offer, you're like, all right, like now we got an offer. We got what we're looking for. Is it something within our range? And then you try to negotiate back. But then when, in our situation, when Ruben came in, that threw the whole thing off because it was like, oh, Mark Cuban, who we wanted to have as an investor, already gave us an offer but now uh we have this additional which is a better valuation but we also still want to grab uh, uh, uh cuban as well so that's when we started to play into those uh that that, that battle there but it was kind of great to see that first offer come on the table then you just had to figure out what um uh, what what the next opportunity that you want to try to to, to 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 meet in the middle somewhere that's going to work both better for the company as well as getting great sharks involved with the business. Yeah, and I, I would say plus one to everything that Maurice just said. Um, the other thing that I would add is that, you know, this isn't Maurice's first rodeo when it comes to having a company, right? He's pretty humble, but I'm going to uh, shot him out a little bit here. Uh, this is, um, I would say, his third or fourth time kind of being in this situation. I mean, first time on Shark Tank, which is a little different, but nonetheless, when it comes to you know, valuing a company and having um, investors, uh, this isn't his first time doing it. So I was taking all my uh, my cues from him because you know he's he's done this before and he knows what he's talking about. So shout out to Maurice for that. <laughs> what other kind of businesses have you had, Maurice? Oh, that's that's a great question, and I love this question. I don't know if we have enough time to go. Over. <laughs> uh, no, no. So, um, so I've been. Uh, I started my first company. Uh, I started a company that uh, I built a mobile app that sports teams integrated inside their app to engage with fans during downtime of live events. So you may see today like DraftKings and all these other sporting products that are out there to engage with fans at any time during the day. I did this back in 2012. So this is before like when cell phones were like becoming very prominent in arenas and all this stuff and people had them and smartphones were all around and things are starting to really take off. So I built this app and uh, I at the time, my first client with that was the Cleveland Cavaliers. So they bought into it. And then after that, it just blew up. Uh, the whole uh, the NBA, NHL, NFL started to use this platform that I built uh, with my own two hands. And uh, we, you know, we were able to. Uh, yeah. yeah. So so th that was kind of the first one then. So after that. And just and, and that was sold to Dan Gilbert, by the way. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we work with uh, Dan mm -hmm. Gilbert and, and his, his team, Bism. 
uh, when, when we when we closed that round with them, with them there. Then after that, uh, we moved uh, moved to uh, out to Los Angeles, where I helped uh, a, a buddy of mine start his business in the commercial real estate space, uh, which they they haven't uh, went public or sold their company yet, but they're doing very well, and uh, hopefully they're going down that path. There, I still own uh, have ownership in that business, so they're 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 hopefully that they'll continue to grow and to potentially get to an exit soon. Then I helped another company start their. Um, uh, this went from start to finish. Well, I helped start their business and uh, uh, building their software. Where they we're an IoT company where they were they integrated uh, a uh, a product that uh, that worked with uh, your, your water supply. It was a, it was be able to detect leaks and different things like that. So I helped build that technology out, and that was sold two years ago. And then uh, I also helped. Um, uh, take the company LegalZoom public by helping them build their whole mobile division. So uh, they wow. went public, I want to say in 2021, 2022, around that time. Uh, so we, so yeah, so I, I've wow. been a part of, uh, you know, companies like this all the time. And my first one, like, like Joe was saying, we worked with the Cavaliers and Dan Gilbert and his team. Uh, and so that was my, like, you know, once I knew that I can do that, once I knew I could build something with my own two hands, take it from, scratch all the way to close that's when i knew that hey this is something that i'm passionate about doing i love doing it and so here we are with body um so you know this is another company that i started uh the ground level of it uh just kind of building it out building the proof of concept seeing exactly what the market looks like seeing what the competition looked like out there understanding where we can fit in into the market that's where i was like you know what this is great uh because of the response that we're getting we're really helping people we're really helping people uh, build bots, understand about automation. Uh, yes, everybody hates that they're being outbeat by a bot, but now this is your time. This is your time to now say, hey, you know what? Let's put, let's uh, even the playing field. If you're a small business and you're getting like stomped out by bigger businesses because they got all this money that can invest into automation, come to us. Come to us. Let us help you out. Let us help you with your automation. If you're getting outbeat with, uh, with, with trying to get your golf tee times or concert tickets, Come to us. You don't have to go through that anymore because we're going to help you get your serve, get all of the help you win back your your reservations and your uh, your purchases. No, oh, I, I love it. That that is uh, a, a heck of a resume there as well. Uh, <laughs> and so and so Joe, so Joe, you may have noticed a pattern. You have Dan Gilbert from the Cleveland Cavaliers. You got Mark Cuban from. <laughs> And you have Michael Rubin, who used to own the Sixers. So apparently Maurice has a thing about working with uh, owners of basketball teams. So <laughs> well, ho- hopefully, one, hopefully one day I can get, go on my own basketball team. There, that, we got there that. we go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, it, you don't have to be the 100% owner. You could be, you know, a, a minority yeah. owner. And give still give have, me 1%. Uh, I'll be all right with that. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> one. Not impossible. Um so uh, speaking of all like all those things that you have going on Maurice or have had going on um over the years how did you uh prepare you know how did you both of you prepare for Shark Tank while balancing you know your business body as well as any other endeavors that you have going Ooh, on Oh I like <laughs> this question I like this Joe you can start if you want to Well, well I'll just say you know we we spent a lot of time you know, watching older shows and learning about what works, what doesn't work, learning the personalities of the sharks, things like that. We created um, a um, a Google Doc of all the sharks 
where they're from, what's their background, what their businesses are, what how they made their millions, things like that, how long they've been on the show. We wanted to know a little bit about everyone so that if we needed to uh, bring those things up during the conversation to you know show that we've done our homework, that we could. Uh, but then also just you know making sure that we had our story down packed to a certain way that would be easy enough for them to understand and to digest that what, what we're doing. Um, and, you know, it, it took a, a lot of time. Uh, you know, the process for us um, started maybe about three months before we actually hit the stage. Uh, Maurice and I are lucky enough to both live in Los Angeles. Um, so we were able to see each other um, pretty often and have conversations about our strategy and about, um, you know, what we're going to say on the show and working together to come up with the pitch. Um, it was a long and strenuous process. Um, we reached out to other people who were on the show. I have a friend of mine. Um, his name is Syed. He uh, is the um, co, or she's one of the founding partners over at Blue Land, um, who uh, did a deal with uh, Mr. Wonderful. So he was very helpful with uh, the preparation for the show as well. We had a couple of Zoom calls with him. Um, so it was just a lot of just, you know, understanding the things that we would need to know and making sure that we had every T crossed and I dotted before actually going through those doors. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's Joe brings and also Joe forgot to mention he has a a, a beautiful how old is Ella? Three, three years old? She's two. <laughs> She's two. Two. So Aww. so so the, the the balance of that, uh yeah. you know, that, that, that's a lot that's a lot to deal with. So um you know having your 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 kids involved and things like that is is important uh, because you have to balance that. And so my perspective of this, Joe, this is this is crazy because like uh, a lot of people who are uh, prepping for Shark Tank, some of, if you see, they don't even, some people don't, are not, they're pre-revenue. They don't even have a product. They don't even have technology. They have nothing. So, you know, their whole time, they're just prepping for Shark Tank, which, which is fine, which is fair. That's a great time for you to put your product out there and you want to deliver the best you can. But um, just as you mentioned, when you asked the question, we had a business to run. So, uh, you know, my job as CEO and uh, founder of the company is to make sure everything is still streamlined and customer. I'm dealing with customers all the time. I'm dealing with uh, investors all the time. So, like, I'm dealing with all these different things left and right. And yes, also, we have to prepare for Shark Tank. And also, yes, I do have a family. I have a 14 year old son. So, like, so all of these different things that kind of uh, played into that. I just didn't, I just, and some other companies, they have a ton of other investments. So like, they're like, ah, oh, Shark Tank, I'll, I, if I get it or I don't get it, that's fine. I got a ton of money in the bank anyway. So I don't really need to prep for it that much. And whatever happens, happens. Um, they, some people had that perspective of it, and, and which was not our case. We're a very, very, and for the people who are watching this, Botted is a very, very scrappy team. Uh, we don't have we didn't go out and say, hey, we want to make sure that we got a ton of money to to, to 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 hire every single engineer that's out there. No, we're a small team and we're building this directly for you, the consumer. We want to make sure that 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 continues throughout our journey. So to answer your question, Joe, yes, it was a it was a, a big balance of preparing for the show. Uh, Joel and I meeting on almost on a daily basis, if not in person, we're meeting on Zoom or something like that to kind of talk through, go, go over the pitch, go over potential questions that could be asked, all these different things that we're kind of trying to hedge our way and, and figure out the best way that you can. Then you got a family side. My son was amazing. He helped 
uh, us go through the pitch. He was at, pretending like he was a shark at times <laughs> to kind of say like, all right, like here's how you, uh, you know, to, to ask, answer questions and try to be as, uh, you know, make it as hard as possible. So he was very, very helpful. And also my girlfriend, she was amazing as well. She helped kind of put all of this together as far as helping with the uh, assembling all of the stuff, like what we're going to wear, well, all these different things as, as far as preparation for that. Then we had a ton of friends who were helping us with the script, helping us with all of these different things to, to kind of help prepare us for the show. So that's the show part of it. Then you talk about like you still got a business to run. So on the business side, that was a little bit more difficult because of the fact that uh, you you have to continue to give your customers your attention. That's honestly most important part of me uh, and Joel and our business is to make sure our customers are being taken care of. Um, so going through and making sure that we spend time to to focus on that is uh, was definitely our priority. And, and as you see, uh, at the end of the day, uh, it worked out. Um, you know, we got w w how everything aired um, and how everything, the deal that we got, all the different things that kind of went into place uh, kind of worked itself out. So, um, uh, you know, and, and the response that we're getting. So uh, so if you're watching this right now, uh, you know, it doesn't change. We're, we're still going to work with you one on one and make sure that you get your bot set up the way you need it. Uh, and then make sure that you get the best experience you can by using our service. Now, how did um, how did you guys end up getting connected with Shark Tank? Was uh, did they reach out to you, or did you end up applying? Yeah, so we we applied. Um, you know, there was um, a friend of mine who I know who um, said to me, like, "Man, you guys should really take a look at this opportunity. It could be something good for you guys." And we went through the process. And, uh, I would say about uh, about a month or so later, we got an email back saying, you know, hey, we've seen your um, application. This looks pretty good. We're interested. Uh, we're going to have you guys fill out this really long and extensive <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, document, which we did. And um, after that, that led to them um, inviting us to do a pitch in which we needed to record. Um, so we recorded that pitch. Uh, it was much longer than, <laughs> but uh, it got to the point. Um, and uh, then after that, we got hit up from a couple of producers and, uh, you know, those guys, um, shout out to Javi and um, Steve. Uh, I'd like to shout those guys out because they were awesome from the um, ABC slash Shark Tank team. Um, and the rest is history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was uh, to, to, to Joel's point and uh, – <laughs> it was funny because when we did create that script initially, uh, I don't even think we memorized it. We had like a TV. Oh, yeah. We had the camera, the camera in the back, and then, yeah. or sorry, the camera. Yeah, the camera was back, and then we had a TV, kind of like so we, so it looks like we're looking at the camera, but had a script right. uh, when we were doing it. But uh, but yeah, we we had this long script, but it, but as Joe said, it, it yeah. worked out. Um, you know, they don't give we, you much. They don't give you much time. Nothing. They don't give you much time, Joe. No. So it's like, hey, you you know this, you know, write us, send us, send us a script, and then perform it, right? Like a, a week later, it's just like we did not have it memorized, but it worked out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then once once they they do help you a lot, uh, as, as as Joe mentioned, our producers' names who were assigned to us, who actually helped us with the show, uh, they helped us break down the script, and, and then. Joel, I mean, since we, we had the opportunity, we went to work. We really did. Once yeah. we knew this was a, a potential opportunity for us, we went to work. We, we, we practiced every day. Uh, we made sure that we went over the potential questions that would ask. 
Joel mentioned that we had a uh, a document that was out there to kind of go over. If you're and honestly, you need to do that. If you're a, a small business owner and you're looking for invest investors, uh, definitely make sure that you know the background of your investors. Know that know mm -hmm. every detail about them as best as you can. If they're not investing in, if you're if you have a uh, automation company like Botit and you're trying to pitch to somebody who opens up food, uh, fast food chains, then they may not know so much about your business. So make sure that you have the, uh, the knowledge of your investors because that's going to work out with you in the long run. And they'll be they'll know that they're able to help you along the way with your business. And also they'll understand what your business is. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is really important because like otherwise people start, to, you know, can get frustrated because they feel like they're not like a part of it or they're not helping enough or, right. you know, and then then the whole human aspect just like seeps into it. And then next thing you know, they're like, you know, you're having arguments over things that aren't really things you should be arguing about because you've all should have done your research ahead of time and right. you had a pretty good idea of where your strengths are um to to make the team move forward even if that person isn't involved on the day-to-day -day operations of it and, and i hope uh, people know that and, and to uh to your question back to how do we get on the show there are 30 we were we learned that thirty thousand applicants apply each season so every time though they uh so you're 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 one of the thirty thousand applicants that's going out there so to get through that process, I mean, it's it's a lot and it's a long process. So just um, you know, we're, we're glad that we, we we snuck through and was able to get on the show, but uh, it's it, it's very challenging. So we're we're glad that we were able to get through. And something that I learned that was pretty interesting is that there was a woman who was in the green room with us, and she, I don't believe her episode aired yet, so I'm not going to talk too much about it. But um, she was, I think she applied. This was like her twelfth time applying, um, and she finally. Oh, made yeah. Yeah, and she finally made it through. Um, so yeah, so like to, to Maurice's point, thirty thousand you know applicants, you know some people applying for the third, fourth, fifth time, whatever the case may be, uh, you know. But for us to uh, this being our first time applying, making it all the way from beginning to end, um, you know, really just you know speaks to the product and what Maurice built, um, and we're just really looking forward to just continuing to spread the gospel about body and helping people. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, Kimberly Meckwood, I think it was her like seventh or eighth time applying. Uh, mm -hmm. The Action, uh, Glo the Action Glow uh, brothers, they they had, I don't know, they had applied like seven or eight times themselves, um, mm -hmm. you know, starting when they were kids. And and I mean, they're still rel relatively kids, uh, probably like <laughs> 18, 19, 20 years old. But um, but when they were kids, kids. So, right. yeah, I, you know, it, it is uh, – it is a, a huge honor, regardless of mm -hmm. if you apply or if you're, you know, found and selected via their own internal processes. Right, um, right. You know, because there's just there is a lot of. I mean, there's so many businesses out there, even ones that right. aren't applying, right? Because <laughs> right. competing against people, right. you don't even know who you're competing against because they, they you know, right. they're, the producers are always looking for new, interesting businesses that could bring something different to television and make for great TV and hopefully land a deal and uh, bring, you know, keep, keep them and, you know, keep the sharks interested to stick around for another mm -hmm. season, keep them in a job for another <laughs> season, the, the producers, right? Cause if you're bringing junk to the table all the time, like what's, what's, what good's that doing? Right. Right. Um, right. Right. So uh, speaking of all that, I, you guys hadn't really dived into like, were you guys big fans of the show prior to applying to be on the show? 
Absolutely. Yeah, I, I was absolutely. Um, you know, I, my family and I would watch, you know, every season. Um, between Shark Tank and Jeopardy, we would just sit there and just watch, <laughs> and watch pretty often. So, yeah, I, I was a huge fan. Yeah, I was uh, quite the opposite. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that I was not a fan of the show, uh, but I did not watch it that much. Uh, it was something that, um, you know, something that I just really needed to to really understand how the show works. So, uh, you know, I had to sit back and watch a ton of uh, episodes and try to figure all of that out. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, 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 like I said, I wouldn't call myself not a fan of it, but I didn't really watch it as much. Uh, I've heard of it. I did catch episodes previously throughout time. People were sending me things about different companies that's on there. So, like, being able to see that I was uh, on the show and uh, or that we were going to go on the show, I had to really just study up on it. And, and you know, I started to, uh, prior to it, I, I, I would say I watched Shark Tank so much just to kind of prep for the show. So, uh, you know, I started to get become more of a fan of it and, and really uh, enjoy the show. And it, it started to grow on me. So, yeah, so I think that, um, you know, uh, just kind of to start out, I was not such a big fan and didn't really know much about it, but I really start. It really started to grow me, and so like now I'm starting to become a uh, a fan of it, which is great for me because I have 15 seasons now to, to, to binge watch. So um, you know, so it's uh, so it was it was great to kind of to kind of get uh, involved with that on the, uh, now that I've been on the show and more of a fan of it. Oh, that I mean that that's that's interesting to hear. I mean, I know I've known a few people that have come through that have been on the show that had never watched the show before. And, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, they just you know, or, well, at least one that never even knew the show existed prior to wow to it. Yeah, right. Well, that's I mean, a little I, crazy. That's I, a little I, crazy. I, if you don't watch TV, how or or regularly? No, but like, you gotta know that the show exists. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, I could uh, two people that had no idea what I was talking about when I was talking about sharks. They thought I was actually talking about sharks in a tank, and they were uh, like, "What? What are you watching? They, what are you people, doing?" People get that. People get that with yeah. me with Seinfeld. They're like, "Oh, <laughs> wait, you you never watched Seinfeld before?" I'm like. I've heard of the show, but I've never watched really. I know people, your fans are going to hate me now, but I was like, no, I've never really <laughs> liked, or not, I never, never really watched Seinfeld. That was not my thing. But, you I, know, yeah. just, yeah, yeah. Well, but, well, Joe, the people who didn't know about Shark Tank, were they from a different country? Do they call it, because they call it Lion's Den. Nope. Right? Nope. No, no, I, I understand what you're what you're getting at, but no, yeah, they, uh, they would not. It, I mean, there's plenty. Of, we have plenty of uh, international viewers here at the channel, um, and and they all seem to know, you know, that it's uh, not lines. It's dragons then. Dragons um, then. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, so yeah, so I, but no, they, they, these people just had no. I, and I was talking because they were like asking, they're like, "Oh, I see you have some kind of YouTube channel or something going on." So I'm like, "I'm talking about it. like, well, what do you do during it?" And uh, you know, it's explaining. And they're like, "Oh, okay." And that like, uh, the one dude's wife is like, "Oh, I, what, what? You don't know what Shark Tank is? Like, right, right, <laughs> what, right. what are you talking about?" Gotcha. So wow. yeah, so so there are people out there that are just so buried in their bit, like their bit, and it's a business owner at that. Right, so, right. Um, guess they're not watching CNBC on the weekends because that's like all they replay. <laughs> or yeah, MSNBC, MSNBC, MSNBC. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, but anyway, um, so how once you guys got out of the tank, you got a, you got yourself a deal. Obviously you have to go through the process, due diligence and all that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but how did you, and, and obviously you don't know when you're going to air until like two, three weeks prior, 
But how how did you guys go about preparing for Shark Tank? Uh, to, you know, to potentially be airing. So uh, in your case, it's all digital. So like, what did, did you beef up the website, or did you you know what what kind of preparations did you take in case you did happen to air? Right, right, right. So that that's a great question. Um, so from a technology standpoint, yes, you have to be prepared to to beef up the website. Uh, but in order to beef up the website, you got to make sure that it's being hosted on a, a proper platform that can beef up your website. So if you're you know, looking at Vercel, or if you're looking at AWS, or if you're looking at all these other different options that you can choose from or Azure. So like, you just want to make sure that your website is in a place where you can scale it up. So uh, the website, yes, we needed to make sure that our website, database, all these different things, uh, prepare for attacks and all these different things to make sure the security is correct. So we did that. So we were able to make sure that the the, the, the website uh, we were able to, to to be able to handle the scale. Uh, also, we needed to make sure that uh, that we updated our website to to kind of be presentable at that stage where we wanted to have millions coming to our website. So back even in July, we started working on our uh, our botted interface uh, where we wanted to uh, brush up on our main website, our mobile app. Uh, so the team went to work. The team went to work. We worked with designers. We worked with a bunch of other teams. Well, uh, we worked with this company called By All Means. Um, By All Means kind of helped us. Uh, they're an agency that does a lot of mobile development. They do uh, graphic designs. They were super helpful. They were amazing. And they helped us get to the level where we're at, to, where we're at today with our mobile app and our website. So uh, shout out to them because they did a lot of the, the, the updated designs and, and, and please check out botted.com. That's uh, the, uh, you know, by all means is the company that did all that and uh, kind of helped us get it together. And uh, we've gotten such a great response from it. So uh, it, it's pretty cool. So, so yeah, so the preparation from a technology standpoint, yeah, there, there it is. Uh, so for preparation from a, uh, from that standpoint was very, very important. Uh, we wanted, we, and, and Joel mentioned this earlier, we were, um, you know, we only were focused on tea times a lot earlier. So a lot of our stuff was tailored toward tea times, but we work with other companies, uh, work, work with other services. So now we added all of those other uh, introduced uh, tennis, pickleball, camping, restaurants, concerts. Now it's able to be able to scale up to many different types of, uh, of opportunities for people to set up bots. Uh, and they're all affordable. So that's something that we wanted to make sure that we maintain when going on the show is that when we introduced our product to the world, that people understood that this is something that they can afford and that there's something that they can use. So, yeah, it was a lot of preparation for that. That Just as you mentioned, Joe, that that timeline of, hey, you're going to be on Shark Tank. You don't know the air date. But hey, here's your three week notice that you're going to be on Shark Tank. So, yeah, we went to, we went immediately to work once we knew that was going to happen uh and we didn't know the air date back in july or anything like that because you like you said you know three weeks in advance so but we just was our mindset was we're going to air tomorrow so like in july that was our mindset so we just went to work right after that yeah and there's no such thing as an easy rebrand right um <laughs> you know when we were if you would have seen our, I'm not sure if you saw our website prior to us going on Shark Tank, uh, but we knew that it was a good website, but it was something that we wanted to improve to make sure that when our customers visit our site, they have a clear understanding of what we're um, offering, what we're serving, 
um, if you will. Um, and then we wanted to try to improve our user journey so that the bot creation process was more streamlined. Um, I mentioned the team over at By All Means. Um, shout out to Anna. Shout out to Luke. Um, for um, you know, for basically, <laughs> <laughs> for uh, shout out to those guys for um, yeah, helping yeah. us make that process um, you know more seamless. No, and it, it looks it looks great, right? Like it's you. I mean, I thought it's uh, definitely one of the better websites that I've uh, come across. Joe, we got the Joe approval. We got the yeah. Joe approval. Well, yeah, no, absolutely. Joe, you, fun, here, so here's a fun fact about that. What's that? We went live on that website the morning. <laughs> the, the morning of the morning of the show airing was when we went live with that with that website. Uh, we, were, we were we were like we were hesitant. We were like, should we do it? But I, uh, you know, I was like, let's let's let, 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 let's let's push it. Let, let's do it. <laughs> we're risk takers. Uh, yeah. you know, we worked so hard to get to this point. Uh, why, why hold anything back? Uh, we made sure we tested it out to. You know to make sure we can scale up so we right. ran tests and stuff like that but uh but yeah for the most part it was that it was the day of uh now uh post-show technology wise there were some things that we uh wanted to make sure that we figured out um so that we you know there's some small things that we had to change up uh, yep. to improve the, the stability of the site uh but everything has turned out great everything is up running live you can set up your bots start to finish you can download the mobile app and you can go on our website um, and, uh, and and use our and, service to be able to set that up. And, and Joe, you'll be happy to know that um, we'll, we're going to be adding the social channels at the bottom of the uh, of the site. Yeah. So, uh, I know that's Make it a little easier yeah. for me, please. Make it a little easier for you. <laughs> uh, and then also we're going to add. Um, Wait, how, hotel, much is, how much hotels. is Joe paying us for that? well i just had to do a google search you know to well, find it and that's well, but so, I, we find stuff like that all the time though here on the channel because it's the lot you know it's yeah. usually that night unless it's a, right. a yeah. past episode and then but, but also you know, Joe, find things like that the the, the botted um instagram that you pulled up on your show last time that's that's actually not us our instagram is are you bot- serious it looks yeah yeah that's not us our instagram is botted.automation Oh, but oh, I swore yeah. it was like the same logo. No, no that wasn't us. Was it different? Because that one had like Burger King. That one looked like it was something for like food delivery service or something along those lines. Yes. But, uh, if you you can pull it up now on Instagram if you want to. It's a uh, it's a uh, body. Yeah, bought it out. I'm pulling it up right. Yeah, now let's let's oh, we can sh- we can share that one with uh, with your, with your <laughs> audience as well. It looks much better than the other body. Much better than the other one. Yeah. No offense <laughs> to whoever that is. There. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think it was bought bought it app, which I which I thought was yeah. weird that you guys didn't have anything for Shark Tank on there. Right. Uh, right. You know, yeah. So, so we're <laughs> we're in the process too of just doing a rebrand on this as well. Um, you know, we have uh, some people who've been working on this for the last couple of uh, of years, but you know, we're we're going to add our our rebrand. Um, logo and things like that to the aesthetic of the actual page but uh, we do have the videos from mike and mark on, on the top there there's a great video there of mike talking about why he invested in the company um or why he you know decided to do the deal with the company um then of course we have a video there that's pinned at the top of our founder maurice just basically talking about what what bot it is and his vision for the company so you know a lot of work to do on this page as well but i just wanted to make sure that you had the right page 
Well, you know what? But that's but that just goes to show you why it's so important to have the the social media linked on it. Because sure, like sure. I went found it and I found the wrong one, and, and yeah, it was no, like, oh, sure. I don't have a lot of time. Look, I shoot these videos the night that they air, right? Yeah. Um, so and, and I'm shooting them right at like literally. At, you guys walked out first. Your pitch was live online before the episode oh. was over. Uh, or just about. I think I. I think I ran into your your the tail end of your pitch ran long, so I had to like do a little, you know, movie magic and chop some it up to, to get through the copyright system. But but yeah, like I, I don't have time to to like yeah. necessarily dig into that. So I'm like, what do you got there? And if you got nothing, then I'm like going to, like maybe just do a quick search on TikTok or Google search. And what I found was what I found, and like. That yeah, also yeah, was yeah. To a lesson in that as well, right? Of this is what I found as a user. Yeah, right. And we're always well, we're always looking for feedback on stuff like that. For so sure. If yeah. uh, if you reach out to us, your fans that are watching now, reach out to us. We're always want to improve our service. We want to improve our uh, you know our stability on everything. So give us feedback. Yeah. Right, and, and we'll, that's what and this we'll, is about, right? Not yeah. to like roast anybody or or, or no, any, no, like no. berate anybody, but like this is. I mean, I found I found lots of like little bugs and things like oh, I'm clicking on it, and none of the social media links are linked to anything. It's like or you two of them are, but one isn't, or one's linked to something else. Like it's just a it's just a mistake, right? But right, right, you know, right, how, right. that sucks when it's so much trafficking sucked to the to the site all at once and. Yeah. You know, you have misinformation or something. That, yeah. I'm no, sorry, Joe, yeah. what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say it just speaks to just like, you know, um, being entrepreneurs, right? I mean, we're trying to, like uh, Maurice said early, we're just we're bootstrapping this whole operation. And it's just, you know, our team is really small and we're working to do our best. So, I mean, so, you know, we'll work on the SEO to make sure that uh, when Bada is put into Google, that will be the you know, of course, the people that pop up when that time comes. But those things cost money, right? So you know, we'll we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, did you? So did you guys end up having a watch party? Were you together for the watch party? Was it separate? Like, how, absolutely. How we, we, if you know anything about us, we're going to do everything big. So, like, uh, we had a huge watch party out here in LA. Uh, we had over just a little bit over a hundred people come to our watch party, um, but um, yeah, so everybody showed up, and it was funny because like when the show actually aired, you know, you were only on, on for six to eight minutes, so everybody's drinking, having a good time prior to the show, <laughs> and then when the time is on, everybody's all quiet and everybody's looking, but it was perfect because like we were the first ones on, and then also. Uh, when it, it built up the hype, they were like, because when Mark made that uh, his initial offer and then Michael came in and then they were like the battle of the like, and then they cut to commercial Then everybody went crazy. <laughs> uh, so that, that was a, a fun experience uh, to have all the, uh, you know, family, friends, neighbors, just everybody here just uh, enjoying a great time and seeing their person that they know personally uh on shark tank and, and presenting to uh the world and debuting it because they know all the hard work that's been put on so uh yes we had a viewing party and yes we had a, a the, the most amazing time at our viewing party <laughs> oh i love that i love yeah. that um can you speak to uh how the sales and traffic did you get did you get to track any of that as well because you guys are on the west coast right so yeah the, did you guys air it did you guys show it East Coast time or did you wait until West Coast air? We, we, we yeah, waited we, West Coast time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we waited West Coast time to, to air it just because 
<laughs> because of the, the the party, we were like, we'll start it at um, we'll start it at six o'clock, uh, which is already um, you know it's already aired. It airs yeah. at five p.m. their time. So we just uh, you know we yeah. waited till eight o'clock uh, p.m. Pacific Standard Time to show it on uh, the the TVs. Uh, but you know uh, nobody really cheated and watched it prior to besides uh, myself. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I uh, I didn't get a chance to watch it fully, but I was, my my parents are still in New Jersey, so I FaceTimed them while it was on and got a chance to listen to it a little bit before it came on. It was, I thought it was pretty cool. I didn't uh, want to. I wanted to make. I didn't want. I wasn't going to cancel the viewing party, but I wanted to make sure that we weren't too edited because you don't know how right. it's going to edit. Yeah, you, you just don't know how they're going to edit it. So like, uh, I cheated a little bit and watched it prior to, but uh, but it, it it ended up being great. Like when I saw it for the first time. I was like, all right, I can chill now. Like, I can chill yeah, for exactly. this party. I can exactly. chill for this party now. Like, I, I can just relax and just now see the part. I just enjoy the party because I know that the airing is going to be great. So, yeah, I um, had to, so like, yeah. I was so anxious to know, like, how they would edit it, right? Because, you know, they could, the editing team really can make you or break you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, so we were, we were there. The conversation was much, obviously, much longer than what was shown. Oh, and there man. were things in there that, kind of were like, oh, they edited that to make that seem like a little bit, you know, whatever, whatever. But, you know, I just had to know what what they were going to say. Um, and it was it was perfect, though. Yeah. So good I, job I, editing team. Yeah, good yeah, job yeah, to well, the ABC, world, ABC editing team. Absolutely. They have uh, world-class editors, and, and they, uh, they do a really good job of, for the most part, making <laughs> I think people look really good, even when right. – Things aren't necessarily going so well yeah. uh, in the tank, but uh, but your um, so so from a traffic and and sales point of view, like so you got that push, which I think it was smart to start your party at six, right? So people would have a, a good time pre gaming and stuff uh, yeah. prior to uh, the the, 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 the Super Bowl commercial. You yeah, know? that's when it gets quiet, right? During the game, everyone's talking yeah. loud. I'm like, I'm trying to watch the game. And then all of a sudden, everyone gets quiet because the commercial comes on. I'm like, oh, God, yeah. I could just watch that on YouTube. Like, what the <laughs> um, But sales, you had a question about sales. Yeah, so, so like, how, yeah. how did they meet? I mean, you don't have to talk about specific numbers, but, like, did it meet your expectations? Did it or exceed them? Or was it, you know, more like, was it just more traffic people going to find out? Because I don't know. You know, some businesses, it's – it's not necessarily a today thing. Like, oh, the, the guy that was making growing diamond rings and stuff or, or, or diamonds, right? It's like not everybody needs a diamond ring today. But now that they've been there and they know it exists, it's in their back pocket for when they do need it. So, Joe, everybody needs a buy. We're, we're, it's now going on 2024. Uh, there is so much automation that people need just for not so much the com- competition part of it, but just for convenience as well. So. To answer your question, uh, we got a huge amount of inquiries about our service from consumers as well as businesses. Revenue really shot up uh, uh, and went to a really high number. What do we have? I think on the first episode, we, we've had over 50 new subscriptions, uh, which was almost was going to bring in about $10,000 in annual recurring revenue. Um, so, and that's just for the East Coast. So that was so we started to see much more after that when it came to revenue from uh, from other side from from you know when we aired in the on the on the West Coast. So this weekend, uh, even today, we are still seeing so much customers come in. 
new registrations. We have thousands and thousands of new, new registrations of people signing up. Um, so like we are seeing the traffic come in. We're seeing the subscriptions come in. We're seeing the revenue come in. So uh, Shark Tank does work. Shark Tank does work. Uh, but you got to be prepared for Shark Tank. You just can't. That's why I told you in July, we were thinking that we were air, we were pretending that we were airing tomorrow because we wanted we were preparing for this day. We wanted to make sure that everything was in order. We had all of our ducks in, in, in a row and all, all those things to make sure that we are prepared to if we do see the traffic we're expecting, we can capitalize on it. So, um, yeah, we, it, it's, it's been uh, great to see all of the, the, the people reaching out to us. Joel mentioned earlier that we've been getting so much stuff that we haven't even thought about for a bot. Uh, and and uh, yeah, we can do it. The whole reason that we exist, we build customized bots for businesses and consumers. So your bot uh, is going to be built no matter what your situation is. And we can help you with that by, uh, you know, what, what, whatever you need for your business or, or consumers. So I Mike, uh, a question that comes to mind, though, is um, like Google Google's CAPTCHA, right? Like version three specifically. How how I mean, I obviously I don't want you to give away the secret sauce, but like, can you talk to how you're getting around that? Like. I can't talk about just joking. Uh, no. So, uh, yes. So, uh, yeah, so we do have, so my background is, uh, I work with a lot of, uh, <laughs> uh, things of being able to, to, to maneuver around those types of situations. So there are scripts that I've built in order to get around capture. So we're not actually, so when people are like, you got to get past capture, that's true, but we don't get around it in a way where we're clicking on the little checkbox and we're getting, we're checking off the little, the little, uh, pictures or, uh, you know, like in um, uh, the, what you were talking about, version three of reCAPTCHA, where so they, you don't actually have to see the pictures anymore. They just kind of are able to detect if you're a human versus a, yep. because it's a score. It's a score. It's what they do. It is a score. So it's uh, how you move, how you uh, how you type something in or, or how did Scary you get to Scary thoughts, space? by the way. Yeah, they, yeah. They're attracted to that degree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they really can get to it. So, like, there are things that we have to do that we've done, the scripts that we've uh, been able to build in order to get around all of that. That's why all of our bots go undetected when we're, when, uh, when we're, when customers are using our service. So, uh, to answer your question on the recapture, though, uh, there we just have scripts that are built in order to for us to be able to maneuver around those, uh, but not in any malicious way. Uh, mm -hmm. please, please, please read our FAQ. We don't do anything that's not outside the the standard practices. For there are standard practices from a federal as well as a state um, uh, laws that for the way you can use automation. So you can do different attacks. You can uh, try to steal information. You could try to you, all these different things, but we and we we decline bots for people who sign up and say, "Hey, I want you to do this voter fraud thing for me." And it, we're, we're like, "No, this is not something that." Or, or I want you to make me a YouTube star. Like, no, we, we're not going to set up bots for you to become a YouTube star or to you to get views. So, like, you could you if you're good enough to do that. I don't say this to our customers, but if you're good enough to do that, you should be able to do that just from your talent for your work. So, um, so there's, there's, uh, we, we make sure that we follow all the standard practices when it comes to automation. But we do, we, we build scripts and different things like that for us to be able to go undetected, to be able to get past the different captures. And there's different stuff than other than uh, recapture. Um, so one thing I will say, I am upset that people don't know this, but capture was built by Google. 
So CAPTCHA is they're 100% developed by Google. So what they did was like Google is a bot. People don't know this, but Google is a bot, and it goes through all these different websites to be able to pull information and all this and scrape it, and then it presents it to you when you search something on Google. So Google, what they did is if your site has Cap CAPTCHA on it, you can actually use that, and it's going to actually say, hey, no, you're um, we can if, if it's a Google bot, they're going to know how to get past it immediately. But if you're not, then they're going to do that. So people don't realize that when it comes to bots, Google is the one who actually built that service. And, uh, you know, so it's kind of a, to me, uh, it's for them to build a monopoly when it comes to automation. But, um, you know, it's it, it's it's intelligent people that can get around those things and uh, hopefully they use it in a good way, like what we're doing here at Body. I was going to ask that about the um, people using your technology for malicious, you know, no, purposes. we don't do it. We no way at we don't all. Allow it. Nope. So I'd we, like uh, to assume, but you know what, assuming. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, so, like I said, all of, all new bots. Uh, some some of our bots do build themselves. Like I would say, like eighty percent, seventy to eighty percent of our bots do build themselves. But um, some of them do require us to to approve it. Uh, so, like I said, voter fraud anything malicious like that. We, we, we have no intentions of doing it. Keep your money. We have, we, we don't want to do it. Um, and then uh, we just want to make sure that we're providing a great service for all customers who actually do need uh, automation uh, to, to provide whatever problems they're facing. Hmm. So uh, how did you guys come across my video? Yeah. Um, so my cousin actually Dawn Washington, she was sent the mm. video and I believe that she commented on uh, the video with me in it. Um, and so she sent it to me. I said, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. And I thought that you had a very fair and straightforward assessment of the pitch. So kudos to you for that. Um, Thank you. And when, I saw, <laughs> and when I saw that you had the wrong uh, Instagram page, I said, you know, this would be a good opportunity for us to to go on and just talk, talk to the people um, and, you know, explain the – the uh, business and then also make sure that they had the, you know, the right place to find us. So that's, uh, that's how I came across your video. My son sent it to me, like pretty much, uh, like you said, it was that same night. I'm like, how did you even find it? Don't we're, we're, like, <laughs> I, I, this is so quick, but, uh, he sent it to me. Um, and so we were, we, so that's how I, how, how I came across it. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, hey, look, everything happens for a reason and having the wrong Instagram, you know, prompted <laughs> you to say, you know, maybe maybe I should go and yeah. uh, reach out so we can set the record straight and, and have a great <laughs> conversation about bots and business and Shark Tank and everything in between. So I, I, I'm glad that you guys found the video um, and found it, you know, uh, inter- well, I don't know about entertaining, but but educational. And it was entertaining. And it was it was entertaining. It was it was interesting, at least from from my perspective, to see how someone else felt about, uh, you know, just to, to give their opinion on our parents. Right. Um, so, you know, like I said, I thought it was fair and uh, it was pretty cool. So, you know, happy to come and uh, come and chat with you. Well, thank you. I, this is pro entrepreneur here, not pro shark, and this is right. not a shark historian uh, or or anything like that. So it is very much about teaching other people how to be, and then, and I'm learning too, right? Because I'm not in the bot building business. I'm not in the CPG bit. Like I, I'm in other businesses, but you know, when it comes to numbers and and thought and uh, and and 
um, theory and stuff like that. Like I'm, I'm here for it, you know, I, I, and I'm here to learn as much as to teach and to, to color in the lines uh, in between to, to, to help other entrepreneurs become super entrepreneurs and be the best version of themselves for others. So um, yeah. So growing up guys, what did your childhood, what was your childhood dream growing up? That's a good question. Um, I always, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Um, I love basketball. I played basketball my entire Couldn't life. Tell. But, but <laughs> three, three, three. Yeah, go for three, three uh, opportunities with three different basketball teams. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but no. Uh, so, but I always loved computers. Like I always, you know, uh, since I was, even my, you could tell my, even my mother would say like, uh, we had uh, our Apple computers growing up and all that. I would fix them and. I would be more concerned about breaking them and putting them back together when I was six, seven years old. And then and when I was in elementary school, I was working with, uh, you know, our computer service teams. They were getting paid. I was just sitting around, you know, working on the printers and putting them together. And then as I got older, I started my own computer service business in my, when I was uh, when I was probably about eight, nine years or eighth, ninth grade around that time. And I used to go around and uh, put up flyers about fixing computers. And I had my first little business uh, fixing computers. And uh, so that was kind of like, I just love technology and working with that. So I was uh, always born to be an engineer. I was always born to build software. I, I know eight different software languages. Uh, so like some, that's something that really, yeah, that, that's something that I'm really uh, happy to do. But I want to challenge the world. Can anybody else code as well as dunk a basketball? That, 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 that's, that's a hard, that's a hard combination. I think that people can, uh, that, that people don't don't, don't know so, uh, can can actually do. So, I'm, I want to hear the people's comments if that can be possible. But no, technology is something that I always knew I'd, I'd be a part of. Uh, granted, you have your I want to be an NBA player and all that, but you know, uh, technology kind of always came very early on, and I'm still doing it to this day. So, I would say that I am living a dream. I am li fulfilling it. Uh, and I'm very happy to, to 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 do this. I love coding 38 hours a day, so um, you know it's uh, it's something that I enjoy doing. So uh, yeah, so that's kind of how I figure out me growing up and me growing up and uh, working in technology. Yeah, I would say for me, I mean, I, I've always been a tech nerd, um, more so software than hardware. Um, I wasn't taking computers together and putting them um, back together like, <laughs> but as far as software is concerned, I was always you know, tinkering and playing with different technology and learning how to, to download, implement things like just like just at a really, really early age before the internet was what it is right now. I'm 37. So you're talking about, you know, 20 plus years ago of just doing these things um, over 20 plus years. Um, but I would say I always wanted to be involved in public service. It was always my dream to either be in elect to be an elected official or like a mayor um, you know, a governor or something along those lines, you know, basically in the executive branch, um, you know, helping work or working with the legislative branch to um, implement policy. Uh, before working in tech, I spent about 10 years working in Capitol Hill, um, working for people like Senator Chuck Schumer, Congresswoman Bonnie Watson Coleman, who's the congresswoman currently in um, Princeton, Trenton, New Jersey, where I'm from. Um, so, you know, that was always had that passion to, to actually help people more so on the ground and like state and state and local, more so than um, like on the federal level, didn't want to be like U.S. Senator or president or anything like like that. I was always focused on like being 
um, and to stay in local to try to help people who are directly on the on um, on feet on the ground. So a little bit of a pivot, I guess, from you know uh, being an elected official, but. You know, the good news with this company is that we are helping people um, in some form or fashion through uh, allowing them to create bots to compete with uh, some of the other people who have bots. So a little bit of a, a little bit of a public service flavor added to this. No, a- absolutely. Well, both of you guys are speaking my language. Um, Joel, <laughs> was, uh, was SimCity and I guess Maurice as well, was SimCity part of your your childhood as much as it was of mine? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. For- Oregon Trail for me. Oregon Trail, really? It's yeah. not some not some city not with Sim all city the, for some the wanting yeah. to like be yeah. mayor and things like literally no, be mayor not, in yeah. the game. There, there was Oregon another Trail one because my yeah. older brothers played that. Yeah, yeah, Oregon Trail. I, I don't know why that one just stuck with me. Um, and of course, I'm showing my age here. We all are, right? But no, I'm th- I'm 37 too. So we're oh, all, okay, cool. We're all good. We're all, yeah. So, um, but yeah, Oregon Trail definitely. Some city I played a little bit for some reason. It did stick with me. I don't know. Oh man, Will Wright, man, he changed. He helped change change my life. Uh, <laughs> you know, I it's it's funny. Like you, you guys talking about you know computer. I'm like I I grew up around computers from the age of six years old, and um, I think it was by the age of like, well, by ten I was coding and and building websites and stuff like that. Um, so like when people talk about blogging and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I've been doing it since like '96, '97. So yeah. like. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's it, it's not it's like sec- it's it's not different to me. It's not um something I'm learning or or trying to learn. Uh, content creation just comes naturally. But I mean, uh, to uh, and on the tech side, uh, you know, I was in the tech department as well, uh, Maurice, and uh, very much in in high school uh, we had one. So that's that's where I spent a lot of high school hours uh there um but but like you know going back to like windows 95 and windows nt like i actually would dual boot windows nt and 95 so that i could get a faster uh connection out of my 56k modem because it would connect like 10 around 10 or 11k (laughs) faster than when i used windows 95 and connected uh with it so uh or was 95 or 98 it might have been 98 um no i think it was 98 98 and nt but but yeah uh, you know, so it, you know, so I, I, I you know, I'm, it, it, you guys are one for my heart. I, 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 <laughs> I, I had, I had a Dell Dimension 4400 Pentium, Pentium four processor, uh, 256 megabytes of RAM. That was my first one that I was like, you know what, this is, that was an amazing computer to me because that was the fastest yeah. I've ever had. This was back in, oh one, maybe two thousand or something yeah, like that. That would have been that. For me, it yeah. was a for me it was a listen to this. It was a gateway computer. Uh, you're, that's they still, they still make gateway computers. Don't they still make gateway? <laughs> they do. A friend of my one wow. of my friends. So actually, the one that, that that about the hotel thing. He just bought a gateway laptop because it was like like four hundred bucks, but it has like a game, you know, an <laughs> RTX thirty fifty. Wow. It. Like like yeah. it, it's a gaming laptop for like four hundred and twenty bucks, and I'm like, I should have bought two of them for my kids. <laughs> so I don't wow, have to around their so computers crazy. to these LAN parties that we're going to. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh oh um, well, oh wait, I was going to search something. You uh, you said uh, wait, what were you saying, Maurice? That you. The Dell Dimension. Oh, the pen, oh, the pen, yeah, the Pentium. Pentium, 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 Pentium
Was that no? It was two thousand. Was it two thousand? Yeah, two thousand. Two thousand came out. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I, was, I thought uh, it was later than that. I thought it was like no, they, they like came, that's Pentium D two I think, or I three. I think it's the Intel Pentium D that came out. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, it's, it's around those times. Were shipped from November twenty twenty two thousand to August eight two thousand eight, and it was removed yeah. for, for, for some press. Interesting. Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I had one as well. Uh, that was, I want to say it was either Northwood or Prescott, maybe both. Cause I, it was before hyper, well, no hyper threading started with Northwood and Prescott. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Anyway, we're going down. We're yeah. going down the hole. Uh, <laughs> but that's what happens on podcasts, right? Uh, what, what's the future about it looking like for you guys? That's a great question. The future about it. So um, if we're talking from uh, uh, and from a branding standpoint, we want to get the word out there about what our service is, who we're working uh, and, and, and how we're changing the world, how we're putting a bot in every home and every business before a good way. Uh, so where we look to take bot is to continue to follow that principle. Uh, we want to help pe- educate people <clears throat> on how to set up a bot, how that they need a bot and how we're not here to make things worse <laughs> but we're here to make things better to help you and they and, and, and barbara put it great on the show to even the playing field when it comes to automation yep. so uh that, that's kind of where we want to take uh bought it in the future of course we want to continue to grow out our b2b uh, expand out our team so if you're a good salesperson if you think, think think that you can sell automation and you know that please let us know reach, reach out to us at operations at bodyit.co.co uh, and we're able to, uh, you know, we'll take in your resume and, uh, and, and see if that's something that from a sales perspective, because we're hiring those, those positions. Uh, but yeah, so just expanding out our, our company and continuing to grow revenue. And uh, hopefully you'll hear one day that, you know, Botit uh, is integrated into one of the bigger uh, players in the, in, in the technology field. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, and we look to take it to that level. Yeah, no, I can say, you know, better. I mean, you know, basically, we just want to continue to change the perception um, of bots and working with Mike and Mark's team to help do that, to continue to educate consumers um, on bot technology, continue to streamline the bot creation process. We have a long way to go before it's perfect. Um, You know, so, you know, that's that's our goal. Well, that I mean, that is uh, that is I, I guess. I guess my question to that would be, um, are you worried about, um, you know, integrating with other companies and then having them not do the, you know, the bad things or, or having them go and do the bad things like that. Maybe I shouldn't have spoke on that, uh, because I don't know what we're, we're going to do. And if that actually presents itself, uh, cause to, to your point, uh, we're focused on, the next eight to 10 months. We're not going to be integrating inside some other company of the eight, eight to 10 months, uh, unless right, the money right. is, unless the money is there, uh, you never know. But, uh, <laughs> but for the most part, like right now, we're focused on working for the consumer and getting the general public, the 99% of people who don't know how to set up a bot. Our goal is to reach out to those customers, be able to get their business, get their, their whatever that they're looking to automate all set up. I'm not, I, you know, we don't, we don't work with any, third party uh when you're looking to book tea time golf tea times we don't work with your golf facility if you're looking to book for get concert tickets we don't work with your 
wherever you're buying the the concert tickets. We don't we're we're a, we work solely on ourselves, like by our own in our own environment. So please, uh, you know, make sure that we 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 won't sell your information. We're not going to link it to some other system. This is something that you're going to work directly one on one with us. All the other stuff, we we got all of those middle people out the way to be able to help stop it. That's that's we don't follow any of those rules. We're we're, we're the bad boys of automation. So uh, we we're here to help you kind of get your situation set up, whatever you're trying to audit. Oh well, that that is great. To, that is great to hear on all fronts, um, especially because there is a lot of power in that knowledge of what people are booking when they're booking, and you know that 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 information could be quite um, you know important to to certain parties. We have but, it. We we have it, but no, we're not here to. We don't want to so. make money that way. Yeah, no. we're not here to make money that way. We. All the information that we're collecting is very, very important to you. So we have your login information. We have the website you're trying to automate. We have all these security details about you. And we want to make sure that that's only accessible to you and the body team. So no one else can get access to it. We're not going to sell your information to third parties to make a dollar. Like that's not what we're in involved in. And we, we don't want to be do that for uh, with our service. And that's honestly, we've been successful without doing that. So that's something that we look to continue to do to make sure we're growing in that way and not try to sell ourselves for, for an extra dollar. So we're excited about what the, what Bada holds for the future. And we're going to continue to do that from a safe standpoint and not sell information. Make sure you're protected. Make sure all of your data is not being accessed by some random party. All of it's internal and all of it's safe. And we're here to continue to do that uh, as long as we can. Uh, I, I'm glad to hear that, and that that you know that comes from somebody who would know computers for so such a long period of time to to understand that how the important of that because a lot of it is trust, right? Sure. Um, that is that is what IT is is really all about because anything is really with enough time, um, anything is accessible. So, speaking of being accessible, how can people get bought it themselves? Yeah, yeah so, so they. Oh, go ahead. Um, yeah, I was going to say you can visit our website, bada.com. Uh, we also have a uh, iOS app um, that you can use as well. Um, so those are the best ways to set up your first. And, a, and say, for example, you're looking to set up, uh, I know we like to use, uh, yeah, camping. Camping is perfect. So say you're looking to set up a camping uh, reservation and you want to automate your camping reservation using our service. You go to our website, you sign up. Uh, you, you sign up and you set up your bot, then you pay for the subscription in order for your bot to run. So, and if you have any questions about setting up a bot or how do, how does it work, we can customize and set up the bot for you with no problem at all. And most of our bots, when you can select it from a list, you can set up and start automating in seconds. That's what, that's the big difference maker from, uh, from what uh, botted is doing versus you know, other things that make you go through a long process of setting up a bot or you got to download some third party tool. This is built for the everyday people, the, the, the person who is a nurse and they have four kids. They want to set up a camping reservation, but they keep, keep getting outbeat by bots. This is a person who owns a logistics company, but there are other companies out there that are automating services that, uh, that they don't get the information that they can because a bot is doing it for a bigger company. So we are for the common person and we're here to fight for the common person. We'll make sure that we work specifically with you. So go to our website, 
even if you don't see the example like camping, golf, pickleball, tennis, even if you don't see those examples, we still can build it for you. Just let us know. Uh, you can reach out to our um, our support email, which is info, I-N-F-O, at bodit.com, info at bodit.com. You can just, uh, you can say that, you know, you, uh, it, you can t- tell that you reached, you saw this on uh, on Joe's podcast, and we'll make sure that we take care of you, make sure we'll get Joe's uh, viewers very, very special, um, you know, treatment if they, if they go through our service, and make sure that we get you all set up. So I got uh, well. Thank you. Uh, I got two <laughs> two questions for you. One, sure, sure. Um, it, it, this video, like this here, it says Brian Owen. Um, that's actually the name of one of the people that I talked about earlier in the podcast. Oh, really? Like, so is that like a random name that was put random. together? No, that's oh, com- that's, com- that's completely random. Brian, <laughs> I'm Owen? gonna I'm gonna you let said, him know that when I talk that, to him. Wait, wait, so that's that's the name of the person who. You said set up the the hotel bot last year with someone else. Or yeah, yes, it is actually. That's oh. so, that must a be weird that, coincidence. That must be a sign. Yeah. That must be a sign. Yeah, that, that yeah is. that's <laughs> very, very, very random. We wanted to make sure we picked the most generic names. Yeah, was, that we ever did. So yeah, you might see a John Smith, a yeah, Bob, yeah, we had right. Bob Jones or something <laughs> like that. Like yeah, right. yeah. Um, and so. Uh, uh, what was it? What was I gonna say? Oh, the other question was so on like on this automate camping crasher basis, right? Or or tea times? Is it is it specific to certain like campgrounds or certain um, outlets? As long as it's accessible on the web, right now. So th- these these are questions that are rolling in, which is a great question, Joe. So our service right now uh, works specifically with websites. So as long as the bot can access a website. Uh, www.whatever.com uh, we're able to automate that for you um, now there are some applications out there that they want to automate that's only in-app like they want to use a, a ios app or android app we do support that but we haven't launched that to the public yet um, okay. so that's something that we are uh, going to hopefully be launching in the near future uh, to automate native apps but for right now to answer your question, if the if we can automate anything as long as the bot can access it online, and okay, so so then hotel reservations could be uh, a thing. Absolutely, we do oh, that all the time. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, then I, well, I got <laughs> so I got a hotel for you guys to book. <laughs> there you go. You just finish um, the details, and we'll get all that set up for you. Awesome. Let's let's make that happen. Uh, guys, I really appreciate you taking the time to, to sure. come on and share, talk about bots, talk about technology, talk about business, talk about Shark Tank. It's been an absolute pleasure. You guys are welcome back anytime. Uh, you guys have something else, you know, updates or anything like that to come on. Uh, so just let me know. It'd be, it'd be uh, my pleasure to have you back. Absolutely. Uh, we thanks, appreciate sir, it. thanks for having us. Thank for you. sure. Thank you. Body.com. So Check it out. Yes, absolutely. And I appreciate you making it all the way to the end of this video. Uh, so if you haven't checked out their pitch, click on between them. If not, uh, click or click over here, maybe uh, one of the, one of them over here. Um, it gets weird with three screens. Uh, and, and go check out their pitch. And I'll see you in the opposite window. And uh, take care and go be super.